Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to share today's episode. I think I, think I say that every time. <laughs> oh girl. All right, so every so often, a song will lead me to recording a podcast, but today, writing this particular episode led me to a song. Oh, God is so good, and it was just such a beautiful experience. The song that this episode led me to is called Famous For, or I Believe, and it's written by or sung by Torn Wells. There are a few lyrics in that song that I just really like, like such as, um, well, all of them. <laughs> Because the lyrics in that, that song speak to God's power and they encourage and remind us that when we place our faith in Him, the impossible can happen. His faithfulness becomes our fortress. And because our faith is in Him and not in ourselves, we can do what He is famous for. I mean, I've just kind of taken the context of that song and woven it into you know, how it speaks to my heart. It's powerful. I mean, it's just so good. I don't own the rights to that song. I mean, obviously, so that I could actually play it here for you today, but I encourage you to go to to YouTube and look it up and listen to it after the show, especially if today's topic resonates with you and it just kind of meets you where you are on your weight loss journey. So today I'd like to turn your attention to the Bible, of course, <laughs> but Mark 11 verses 20 through, really 22 through 24. Mark 11, 22 simply says this, have faith in God, period. <laughs> and of course, I add to that, as you well know, even in weight loss, because the world teaches us to have more faith in ourselves and it shows us what to do to become stronger using our willpower and our discipline and various workout routines as we have faith in ourselves on our weight loss journey. All of this is great and, you know, super helpful, but for me, it just kind of left me empty. So when I say to have faith in God, even in weight loss, it is because he can do through you what you could not accomplish alone. So today I encourage you, you know, even and especially if you are uncertain that God can or even will help you to lose weight, to put your faith in God. You see, if you've lost control of your waistline, you may very well likely have stumbled off of the narrow path and all kinds of other areas of your Christian life as well. I mean, maybe not, but perhaps the only stumbling block that you trip over is self-control around food. But I want to remind you that the narrow path includes your entire life. It includes TV, radio, how you how you show up in your marriage, how you show up with your friends, who your friends are, the people that influence you. It, it, it includes your language or even your ability to forgive. Yes, forgiveness. I mean, your ability to forgive. Okay, so we're going to talk about that a little bit more in a few minutes. But when you transfer transfer your faith to God, even in weight loss, it is a conscious forward placement because it is easy to struggle in doing this because we're so used to putting our faith in ourselves. 
and we have a past we have a past rather we have experience with putting our faith in ourselves we have been, been conditioned to do that so the word put your faith the word put in the phrase put your faith in god the word put here implies that you consciously place your faith in god and this is going to require some effort when you place your faith in God, it does not reside in your head, okay? Your faith is not in your head. It is in your heart. True faith resides in your heart, and it has the power to change you. True faith changes your heart, and from your heart, from your heart faith rather, springs your ability to boldly believe that God can help you to become smaller physically. It is amazing how the more room you make in your heart for Him by prioritizing Him, the bigger place you give for Him to reside in your heart. And as a result of doing all of that, the smaller you become both in your ego and in your pants. But you know, I need you to just know that it is a process. It is a journey because you need to learn how to stop conforming to the patterns of this world. <clears throat> and inside the seeker's method, I walk you, I walk with you as you step, as you step out of the patterns of the worldly intellectual faith, if you will, and you start to step into your heart faith based upon God's word. Transformation from the inside out is amazing. It is how you position yourself for his blessings, even in weight loss. Okay, so back to more to Mark 11 real quick. Now, verse 23 Verse 23 says, I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe that it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Oh, okay. So here's where things start getting good and where my own experience reflects God's word, even in weight loss. This is also where, you know, the New Age movement ensnared me. The whole speak it into existence thing. Telling your mountain to do, telling your mountain what to do alone isn't the end of the story at all. It is just the beginning. In the context of weight loss, you can't just speak to your belly fat and watch it roll away. The scripture says that you must really believe it and have no doubt in your heart. Because that is where your faith lives, in your heart. When your faith is just in your head, it's just in your intellect, that's why, that's why doubt can exist, because your faith is just in your head. You need to approach seeking God for weight loss with God logic. His ways are not our own. His ways are not counting calories or weighing grams or buying all the protein drinks. When you have activated your heart faith and you walk in that, it consumes every space within your heart, within your knower, if you will. So much so that doubt just simply can't exist. There's just no vacancy. If you activate your heart faith, you accept God logic because it means that your human logic is gone. And any doubt that you have is because you're thinking about your past. It's all in your head. Your faith in yourself for weight loss is simply behind you. Place your faith in God. And in so doing, you will see how, how illogical 
doubt is, and therefore you can see why there is just simply no room in your heart for it, because doubt is darkness. And when your heart is filled with God, there can simply be no darkness. You know, it's interesting because when I started out on my journey to crucify my flesh and to seek him and not the gym, it didn't seem illogical to me at all. I mean, once I woke up and my heart was simply softened, I stood up with a new heart and I just walked. I narrowed my path and I never looked back. And I mean, you know, sometimes I had to sit on the path and I had to learn hard lessons. But once I did, I stood up stronger and more able to walk in obedience. In my early days, I gave God so much of my trust that I boldly prayed to be freed from antidepressants. And you know, I was freed. I prayed to be freed from wine and it happened. All of this because I had heart faith, not intellectual head faith. None of it happened overnight and none of it happened because I spoke those words to the mountain alone. No, because faith is action. It is obedience. Faith is trusting God to do the impossible in your life while you do the difficult things to be positioned for his work to actually happen. He won't do for you what he is strengthening you to do. He has a role on this journey for your weight loss and so do you. This is not the new age movement where thoughts and words alone have power. No, this is Christianity where our faith is in God through Jesus Christ and our faith requires us to be obedient as we do the things necessary along the narrow path. Now, this is the part of the podcast where you really need to pay attention because in Mark eleven twenty four it says, I tell you, you can pray for anything and if you believe that you have received it, it will be yours. Jesus is our example here. I mean, he prays in Mark 14, 36 and says to God, he prayed to God this very prayer, everything is possible to you, yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Our prayers are often motivated by what we want for ourselves. And in this case, we want to be made skinny or to be just simply made smaller. But Jesus prayed with God's interest in mind. And sure, we can, pre- we can, be- we can pray to be made smaller, But we should want his will over ours. I mean, right? I mean, Jesus is our example here. When he prayed to God and he said, I want your will, not mine. He knew that doing God's will was not only necessary, but that it would cost him. He expected there to be suffering. And so he teaches us that anything worth having will cost something. As you step into activating your heart faith with God, know and trust that it is not going to be easy. It's going to cost you some serious comfort and it will often, ugh, it will often be hard. There isn't an easy button. God's will isn't for you to just look amazing for everybody to gasp at. No, hardly, trust me. His will is for your good and for his glory. His aim is to make you stronger and to transform you into something and into somebody that you can't yet even expect or even imagine. I mean, I never knew when I started seeking him for weight loss that he would prompt me to leave, simply get up and walk away from my six-figure salary to stay home with my kids 
or even to start coaching women to lose weight by seeking him. In fact, at the time that I left corporate America, I was just exiting the new age movement and I had just stepped into the deep end of heart faith when I made the transition. And now since being a seeker, he has removed me from all of the sad standard American foods, all of the bad people, all the cussing, the lying, the laziness, the excuses, excuses, the sabotage, the temptation, yes, even the depression, if, and he even healed my libido. Yes, you heard me correctly. <laughs> I'm at the end of perimenopause and I'm healed in that area. I mean, he even healed the uterine prolapse that I suffered after having three children. I'm sorry if you're a guy and you're listening to this. <laughs> he even renewed my marriage. All because I sought his will over my own for weight loss. I mean, I laid down a number on the scale and he gave it to me. It just so totally reminds me of Abraham and Isaac. Ugh. My weight loss is a blessing for my obedience in all of the things. And I don't say that to brag. I say that to share with you how amazing and powerful our God is. I mean, the minute I transferred my faith from myself and from my intellect alone to my heart faith, my life changed in all the ways that I've shared with you. Okay, so now we're nearing the end of the episode here, which means we need to talk about verse 25. And you know, in the New Age movement, it never taught me what I'm about to share with you that God words God's word teaches us. In verse 25, it says, But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. I mean, let me just rewind and say that again. Okay, scrolling back up. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. I mean, let that sink in for a quick second because I'm going to say it even in weight loss. True story. God can and he will do the impossible in your life he will help you to actually lose the weight, but you must understand that obedience is in all of the areas. There are conditions here. I know people don't like to hear that because we're told or we're taught that conditions in our, that there aren't conditions in our faith, but there are conditions. As a believer, you must not hold a grudge against another person. Girls, start thinking of the people who have been on your metaphorical naughty list in your head. Start releasing it all all of it through prayer. This is a part of undoing the patterns of the world. Trust me, this part has power. Lean into all of it and trust him. Pray for those who have wronged you and those who have hurt you. Pray with and in your whole heart. I want you to I want to leave you today with some encouragement. Have the courage to pray for God's will for yourself on this weight loss journey. Don't selfishly pray for him to make you skinny. Pray for his will. His will is best for you. When you pray, put your whole heart faith in him. Not your faith in yourself or in a number on the scale. No, put your faith in the work he is going to do in and through you. If you phone this in, it will reflect in your lack of results. 
So check yourself. If you are not believing the unbelievable, I mean, are you really even believing at all? Set yourself up to let God do the impossible. Then you need to do your part daily in order to receive it. Your part really here is to seek him when it is hard. In all the ways that I teach inside of the Seekers Method or even that I share here on the podcast, it's all impossible until it is done. So put your faith in God, not in a diet. Believe with your whole heart, not your whole head. Pray, believe, and receive. And lastly, forgive so that you can be forgiven too. Trust that he is the God of the humanly impossible, even in weight loss.